Hey everyone, Mike here with Hillco Homes, and as you can see, we got a very special guest with us today. So for those of you watching us on the YouTube channel, uh, thanks for checking it out. For those of you listening on the podcast, you, you're in for another great episode. Good morning, everybody. This is Alex Estrada, your co-host for Helco Homes Podcast, and I have a special guest today, Mr. Robert T. McGoldrick. He is a um, the right-hand man to a big uh, uh, investor in the real estate, and today we're going to have him on our guest, and we're going to talk a little bit about his background. Um, he's going to give us some tips and advice uh, when it comes to general contracting, working with realtors, investors. Um, in general and he also has a new app coming up and we're also going to talk about that as well so mr mcgoderick can you please go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into the um, real estate business thanks guys rob mcgoderick here uh san antonio has been wonderful to us the real estate uh, opportunities that are here are amazing we moved uh we moved our family here from philadelphia 10 years ago to be real estate investors and landlords and I'll tell you, we had a terrific business in Philadelphia. The economy crashed. We closed everything. And I told my wife, I said, we got to go somewhere else. And I think it's going to be Texas. So I, uh, I flew down to Texas and I, I kind of chose Austin as my, as my spot to go to because it's a lot like Philadelphia. You have the arts, you have the, um, you know, the, the music scene. And uh, it's kind of hilly. It kind of looked like, a lot like Philadelphia. But I went there and immediately realized that I could not afford to start over in Austin. <laughs> so I called my wife and said, looks like it's San Antonio. And I'll tell you, you know, we got here, this was, uh, it's still a small town. You have this big town that has a small town feel. Yep. And uh, it was a big draw for us uh, coming here and, and getting, getting plugged into the uh, you know, San Antonio lifestyle. And uh, this has been the best choice that we could have, you know, the best city we could have chosen. Uh, we were able to do a lot more with uh, a lot less money, and that's still still kind of the, the case. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you. Um, so, you, how did you, um, I guess, like, how, how did you particularly get involved with with general contracting? Well, you know, I wanted to come down here. I, well, first of all, you know, I was a contractor in Philadelphia. I did high-end kitchen and bathroom remodels, mm -hmm. and I didn't know how to do a roof. I didn't know anything about AC. But I came down here and I mean, I was just starting over. I was just a grunt, just, you know, getting these houses and turning them over. And uh, I was doing a little YouTube stuff. And I had a little bit of a following with, uh, with a friend of mine. And uh, within, <clears throat> within three months, I was a contractor again. <laughs> and I liked, can you do a roof? I'm sure, I'll hire a roofer. <laughs> can you do AC? Yes, we'll hire an AC guy. And uh, that's still pretty much the, you know, the way it is now. But uh, I wasn't planning on being a contractor. I thought I wanted to be like a real estate agent, yeah. you know, because a real estate agent would allow me to um, be in the industry, get to know what's going on in the local area. Um, but that never happened. And, you know, as a contractor, uh, things took off. Uh, I had great, huge success here multiple times as a contractor. And uh, even, even today, I'm still a contractor. I still work with a handful of investors. But most of my time, about 60 hours a week, is on properties that I'm working on for my family. I guess it helps, too, that uh, the San Antonio area is uh, 
a really close, tight-knit real estate community. Like, yeah, I mean, it once, is, once it? you get into the real estate world here in San Antonio, <laughs> mm-hmm. like everybody knows everybody. Yep. Yeah, uh, that is crazy, as uh, big as it is. As well. I mean, I, I would imagine Austin's pretty similar. It's not that much bigger. It's more uh, of a family here, though. Yeah, and, for sure. And it's, it's crazy. I'll meet real estate investors from Austin, and they're, they're talking, well, when I find a deal, I'm like, well, if you want a deal, you need to call, you know, call these guys here. You get one today. Yeah, we can start working on it next week. Can you close sure. in ten days? You know, like come yeah, on. yeah. Like why are you wasting? And many of them are like, well, you know, I'm, I'm in Austin and I want to work close to home and I want to be able to check on the place. And <laughs> at that point, I could tell them, look, you could hire me, no money down, right, for the first week at least, mm-hmm. and then I'll send you pictures and videos and everything. Like I'm so technically inclined here, you know, right. it, it got me every job I could get. It was just insane. And I even had one customer. He lived in uh, Corpus. Okay. And I did three projects for him here in San Antonio and never met him in person. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, I bet uh, you were a little uh, nervous about that payment, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Okay, that's cool, that's cool. No, yeah. he, he overnighted checks. He was like FedEx, bam, next day. I was like, okay. Oh, well, that's, um, uh, that, that's in- interesting that you touch on that because um, like I, I'm a big systems person. I, that's, that's what I do here at Hilco. You know, I run all the background systems. I keep, I maintain the CRM. But... A big component of that is being able to communicate with the people you're working with. Oh yeah. And in the past, um, I've worked at uh, at another real estate investment company, and at the time when I got into that company, um, they were making a push. Uh, they they had already grown internationally, but they were making a push specifically into Australia. Mm-hmm. And so when I got in there, I basically was given a bunch of Australians to work with, and like we <laughs> like. Uh, trying to convince them and sell them on a deal that they're never gonna like actually get to walk during the construction phase <laughs> or after it's done, um, like that's that's tough. And I can I can only imagine uh, like being in Corpus. That's one thing, but when you're halfway around the world and you have to uh, trust in a contractor, like it's the system that you have in place that builds and maintains that trust because. Mm-hmm. Like you said, having those video walkthroughs that you can give updates and show real time what's going on uh, and, and be consistent with that communication, uh, I think is key to making a happy investor who is not physically in the same local space as you are. Yep. So I'm yeah. glad that's an yeah. uh, interesting thing that you brought up. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. You know, um, I actually used to be a general contractor myself. What? Yeah. Before, <laughs> yeah. Well, before the insurance, um, I, I loved. Um, to me, I didn't care what I was doing as long as I really was just making my own money. That was just the whole concept behind, you know, me going into entrepreneurship. I was like, you know, I really don't care what I do. As long as I'm making my own money, it's all that matters to me because I don't like to let people dictate how much I make, right? You know, that's why I'm not at a nine to five, you know, because I, you know, capitalism, right? So, um, I remember specifically there was this one time where I was actually doing a, uh, uh, roof repair, on a uh, three-tap shingle roof, and um, the landlord was in California, and so he called me through uh, through Home Advisor. Uh, yeah, I had all five-star ratings, by the way. <laughs> Day one. Day one, right? <laughs> and so um, I was a little nervous. I was like, uh, I don't know, it sounds sketchy, you know. I've never really dealt with anybody out of state or out of city. Maybe the furthest uh, you know I've ever had to go for a check was uh, you know was to Kyle. Right, I had to go pick it up, but I mean, it was a fifteen thousand dollar check. Anybody would drive to go get it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've done that round. <laughs> yes, and so um, 
you know, I was just a little nervous, you know. I told him, you know, well, I'm going to have to ask for the payment up front, you know. I mean, as you can see, you know, you're not in San Antonio, and I'm not about to go waste my material and my times on a, you know, a, uh, a roof that I might not never get paid for. Right. And so, you know, of course, um, I had to do some convincing, but uh, he did. He paid me up front for it, um, a little bit extra. Uh, but of course, whatever I didn't use, I actually was trying to give it back, but he told me to keep it as a bonus, you know, for being, you know, uh, an honest person. And, you know, I sent him pictures and uh, the, his tenants were happy and everything. But, um, you know, could you give us some advice? You uh, being uh, very experienced in working with out-of-state investors, what would be some tips that you would give out or maybe like a system you would advise people to do and receiving payment, making sure like the deal goes according to plan, making sure that everything is, you know, everybody gets paid for what they do. Well, I guess the main thing is if you're going to be an investor and you're going to develop a relation, relationship with somebody, be really quick to pay. You know, I've had, mm-hmm. a, I've had a customer before that I did a couple jobs with and he, he became really slow to pay. Um, so I, I started taking other jobs. And you know, five years later, you know, the couple they, they asked me what happened. Why aren't we working together? And, and I explained to them. I said, like, well, you know, you know, when when I would call you and say, hey, it's time for this payment for the, we've completed all this stuff, and I'm asking for this amount, and it's Thursday afternoon or Friday morning. Yeah. You guys are talking to me about meeting Saturday sometime, and you know, I have payroll. You know, yeah. like this doesn't work unless we pay our guys, uh, which we pay our guys really well. You know, so that money's coming in and going right back out. Um, so being, being somebody that pays on time or, or immediately is wonderful. You know, the customers, every customer I've had, you know, since then has been great with that. Um, and there's also alternatives you got to learn about, you know, can you pay through an app? You know, there's Chase with Chase, you have Zelle, um, even transferring between, you know, um, you know, having Google Facebook, yeah, Google pay. I mean, those are all great ways of getting money to your contractor, especially if you're on vacation. Cause you know, that, that lifestyle of having us work on your property while you're down in, you know, somewhere along the coast there, uh, being able to send us money, um, that's wonderful. You know, so you got to learn about those things, too. Yeah, yeah. Man, I can't wait to pay somebody while I'm in the Bahamas. I was I'll like, yeah, it, go ahead. Right? How much? Here, I'll send it to you right now. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I was actually reading a book uh, by uh, Lisa Phillips. Um, I actually just finished that book yesterday. <laughs> and, um, you know, she was talking about how and to... You're, you're uh, hitting your New Year's resolution goals already. Oh, yes. I actually, you know... That's actually a different subject, which I'll touch on <laughs> later. You know, but anyways, so I was reading this book, and it's uh, about rental properties and for beginners. And you know, FYI, there's nothing wrong with always starting back again for beginners. You know, sometimes you got to go back and start again because sometimes maybe you may not understand things, right? Uh, I used to always be a little. I used to always be a little scared, you know, going or I feel like weak-minded if I go back to beginner books and stuff. But no, it's you know, it's just open. It's just limited thinking but anyways so I was reading this book and she had told me well she was she wrote that you know if you do projects uh, or you pick a general contractor you want to do it in a very detailed list and uh, stretch it out to three different um, I guess what an increments of uh, of tasks to do I guess like uh, so like, so, draw, like a draw schedule yeah like a draw schedule so they'll say hey so um, you're going to get paid for this once you're done. And once you're done and to our satisfaction, um, you'll get paid. And then when you complete this, the second task, you'll get paid for that. You know, like separate out in increments because, you know, 
Um, as a general contractor, I know I've met other general contractors that were very shady and, you know, just don't care about the, the you know, the, the clients, you know. And, yeah. and so th those kind of people make us look bad. And so because of that, sometimes I have to actually go back and uh, fix. I, I think the majority of my problems that I had to repair were because of other contractors, roofers, maybe one person who thought he can do every single thing on the house. <laughs> That's a bad Man, idea. I have so many. I have so many horror stories um, of like, uh, like my background mainly is you know like I said I'm a systems person, but because of that I've gotten into like the project management sphere, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm not a general contractor, but I've managed portfolios for other investors, mm -hmm. and I've played the middleman between the investor and the and the general contractor, right? So um, for the investor's representation, I have to make sure that the contractor is staying on schedule mm -hmm. and make sure that the project's getting done, right? But like, there's been so many experiences where investors who uh, are like just trying to save a buck here and there, right, end up going with the cheapest guy and, mm -hmm. they, and they essentially get what they pay for. You know, it's like the, they get that guy who calls his uncle and his cousin and they don't really know what they're doing and you know, they're just kind of figuring it out while they're there. So it's like lying. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like you, you, you should, you should, a system like that is good. It's critical for making sure that you're working with someone with integrity. Yeah. Yeah. I had a customer, uh, I did a bunch of projects with them and then I did like two estimates on different houses. Mm -hmm. And I didn't hear anything about it. And I was so busy, I didn't follow up with it. You know, like I really I had too much work at the time. And probably six months later, all those, you know, all my projects had dried up. And I was driving across some big bridge here in San Antonio. And I called my wife. I was like, hey, can you pray for the business? We don't have any work tomorrow for two <laughs> crews. All right. Mm -hmm. Then we had like six, four or six crews at the time. You know, like half of our workforce has nothing for tomorrow. And they're calling yeah. me. And I'm going across the bridge. And, and like my wife, when she prays, it's instant. Right, so I get the next phone call. I get, I hang out with her. Like 15 seconds later, I get a call. Hey, Rob, this is so and so. Uh, remember those projects you uh, did an estimate for me a while back? Yeah, how you doing, man? <laughs> he goes, Well, I went with somebody else because of price, and he was big enough to, you yeah. know, admit that he went mm -hmm. with the wrong contractor. He's like, Can you start tomorrow? Nice. I'm like, Yes, sir. <laughs> 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 so I was like, Get on the other side of that bridge, turn around, come back across, go meet with him. Yeah. Went to both houses. My guys were like, "Hey, where are we working tomorrow?" I was like, "Don't worry about it. We got it." Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so and you know. <laughs> you know, that's funny because that's actually a, like a, a good tie-in for a previous episode that we had about um, you know the first initial contact that you have with anybody, whether it's an investor or with a contractor, a seller, like in our case with being uh, in wholesaling. Um, you know, making sure that you are consistent and a person of integrity because mm -hmm. those things leave an impact and yes, people will remember you. So like, even though you didn't follow up with that guy, like later on down the road, he remembered you because oh, yeah. you were yeah. professional. Uh, you know, you, you are a person of integrity and you gave him solid, solid figures and a plan. And um, after seeing <laughs> someone that, that didn't have that, you know, he remembered. Yeah. Uh, and that's the kind of things that, that uh, not just give you more business, but better quality business. And yeah. that's, that's what we like to talk about. And, you yeah. know, especially with the podcast, as people driving around town doing their stuff, they can listen in on us and you know, learn, learn these kinds of things. Something interesting is I've gone from, you know, I've been an investor, then a long stretch of contractor, mm -hmm. and then growing into pretty much a full-time investor, you know, I'm now the customer. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, you know, so I get to see their, I get to see their end, other end of things. And, right, uh, right. You know, dealing with my contractors and, um, you know, like I know all the, you know, I can see all the areas where they get ripped me off and things can go bad. 
and, and I can predict it. Like, you know, I see something going wrong and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Let's handle this now because if we don't, it's going to be a problem later. Right. Yep. You know, so there's those tricks. Um, touching on something else um, that you talked about with new investors, bringing them in mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, kind of guiding them and helping them and, and just, you know, general advice. Um, people starting over. You said some yes. people starting over. And there are a lot of people starting over. They're coming from the tech world. They're coming from, you know, in the oil field and, and they have a little bit of money and they want to do some investing. Um, and they're, they're, they're at the age where they were not introduced to cell phone technology and the iPads and the laptops. Mm. That wasn't part of it. And they've been able to get through their whole life without using that. Right. But honestly, you've really got to learn it. You've got to get into it. Uh, don't be afraid of it. There are all kinds of apps to help you stay organized and communicate. And, and you've you got to do it. You've you got to yes. be able to communicate. I did a free class one time okay. to teach people how to use uh, their, their cell phone. I called it smartphone technology in real estate. Okay. 15 people RSVP'd. I had nice. this room for one hour. Nice. 65 showed up. Wow. <laughs> I was there for three hours by myself, running around the room, teaching people. <laughs> Sounds like my wholesaling workshop. It's, it's growing, you know, and sometimes people just show up, so I'm like, ah. <laughs> so you saw yeah. I stayed till one, not till 12. And you might have to do something like that too, because, I, like, yeah, technology is a critical component oh of running God, your business. Yeah. Like, you can't stay competitive enough if you don't have. The, the latest and greatest uh, apps yeah. to, to and the great thing is all of, a lot of these things are free like you just got to learn oh how to use it oh my god yeah i mean the initial yes. investment of time to learn is it'll pay itself off uh, it, it, it exponentially uh, in returns yeah. later on what do you guys think about text messaging because i'll tell you out of like 400 communications i have per day 90% mm -hmm. of them are text messaging like it's all text messaging yeah. and I, I have it like <coughs> one customer that's I don't do text messaging, you know, so I have to spend the extra time to make sure I call them and yeah. voicemails and, um, you know, even, even to the point where people leave me voicemail, I just call them back or yeah. I just text them back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have time to listen to the voicemail. Like it's, it's get it done. You, you know what, it, you know what's funny is that I, what's so ironic about me being in the, in the wholesaling is that I have to rely so much on my cell phone and one thing that I hate using is a cell phone like I hate it so much I was actually just telling my wife the other day too. I was like babe oh my god my phone's like going up non-stop like she's like I know it's funny and you hate using your phone I was like I do babe that's why I don't like to text messages like to me um, if it's like something that you know I feel like well it's gonna constantly go back and forth in text messages I just call and figure it out <laughs> I'm like okay look I, well, I you know yeah. <laughs> let's that, that get comes, to it that comes, <laughs> down, that comes down to communication yeah because I'll have people that will they'll text me things that I don't need to know from the east coast I, I come here i try to be a lot nicer mm -hmm. but there's you know, it gets to the point when things are just shooting off all day long you know like wow it's three o'clock it's time for lunch i don't have time and this guy wants to talk about the weather i'm like well you know you're the contractor that i hired you gotta worry See, about but the i weather. think that's the, that's the convenient but, <laughs> thing about text messaging is that um, you don't have to respond to those kinds of things. Exactly. Because if you're on the phone yeah. and someone starts rambling off about the weather and yeah, blah, 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 and you got to tell them, hey, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of busy, i got to yeah. go, and then they just keep going and going. Yeah. Like, that's, um, that's, that's the convenient thing about text messages. You don't, you don't have yeah. to be involved in that conversation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you, know, you, you know what's funny is, uh, actually, you, you know what's 
I find rude when somebody else, you know, who has an iPhone when you have the iPhone and it says red, yeah, yeah. and I'm just like, okay, now that's just rude. You're not replying to me. They're like, dude, you're talking about stuff that we don't need to talk about. Or but dots are going across, and you know they're talking, but they're trying to yeah. formulate what they're saying. I, but sometimes what what pisses me off is well, that I'll see people with iPhones. You can actually disable that. But, oh, can you? Um, no, I don't want to. Uh, like like <laughs> Messenger on Facebook. Yeah. That's that's why I like to use that more because like uh, I don't think you can disable that. Like it'll it'll show. Uh, when it's been received, when it's been read, and then mm-hmm. if it's if, like when someone's oh, yeah, replying. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but with iPhones, you and you can actually disable that feature. No, I'm not disabling it. I gotta know you saw it, so that way I can use it on you later. I was like, look, I know you saw my messages. Okay, come on, don't avoid me. But um, you know who I'm trying to be as smooth as on the phone is Mr. Romero. Uh, oh, yeah. Our mentor, Mr. Marco Romero, he is very smooth on the phone. He kind of likes you to get to the point, and he'll say, "Okay, all right, cool, thank you for calling." Or you know, like he tries to get you. He's like in and off on the phone. He's smooth about <laughs> he's it. Good about yeah, it. he does. Yeah, he doesn't make you feel I have like, to a, say, like like he's pushing you off or anything. Like, okay, thank you. That, yeah. yeah, he's real smooth. <laughs> he's like in and out. That's why I was like, man, that's good. I have that's to good. say, like. Arguing with Marco is probably like the the happiest agree, like disagreement you could ever have. <laughs> like you yeah. walk away, you walk away feeling better yeah. about, about your negotiations with him. Yeah, you even you even compliment him to yourself. You're like, man, what a nice guy. <laughs> He's probably leaving like, man, what a dork. <laughs> I mean, that just comes with like experience and yeah. like, practice and skill. I mean, I mean, Marco has what thousands of calls under his belt i mean he has hundreds of deals that he's done which is you know why he has a team of wholesalers he can Mm -hmm. teach and you know duplicate himself so um yes so i actually wanted to start talking about your uh app you would you kind of give us a little sneak preview of what's coming up and how you came up with the idea and um fyi do not take this idea Okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm developing an app. I already got it halfway developed. Uh, we're, we're making it happen. Before I tell you the name of it, though, uh, it started out of my contracting business mm-hmm. because I'm not afraid to hire girls to work for me. Mm-hmm. And the large percentage of the, of the of my workforce were female or are female. And I'll tell you, my girls will be cutting like, you know, we have a chop saw going in the front yard. We have a wet saw over here because we're doing a tile uh, backsplash or something. And whatever neighborhood we're in, I mean, the SUVs are like, Moms are getting out of their cars. They're walking up to my girls, talking to them. They're like, are you a contractor? Will you come work? Yeah, I don't yeah. even know what you want to do with it. <laughs> and I'm watching from the window like, get back to work. <laughs> but right, I, right. See, I see something here. You know, like they're, you know, they're parking on the curb. The kids are in the car still. And they're trying to hire my girls, right? Mm-hmm. Or my workers. And a lot of my workers are contractors. Mm-hmm. You know, they do like their own thing. Um, so they'll go off and do a project. Mm-hmm. So uh, <clears throat> they'll get to a job and they'll call me, Rob, I don't know what to charge. What should I charge? What should I charge? <laughs> and I tell them. And then like to get done a project and they're like, customers will pay with a credit card. What do I do? Alright, so I take the credit card and I pay them out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then one time, um, you know, I'm like a help desk because the girl calls and yeah, says, yeah. Hey, uh, I'm working on the ceiling fan and they're they're whispering by the way, like customers in the other room, like, there's an extra wire in the ceiling. <laughs> what does it do? No. Like, <laughs> right? Like nobody knows about three way switches. Yeah, you know, like, like look around the room, there's another switch that doesn't work right now. Okay, you got a three-way switch. You got to hook that one up to the blue one, and you're good. Okay. You know, so yeah, yeah. this whole thing is like started out of my business, and what it is is a handyman service where uh, homeowners can hire female contractors. 
-hmm. and I'm expecting it's primarily going to be women because women right. initiate all projects in the house. <laughs> I mean, I may deal with the man, the husband, but the woman is the one that says, "Hey, Rob, why don't you come over and give me an estimate?" and blah blah blah, and yeah, yeah. you know, and we get or like going. my wife that she says, "I want this tile uh, replaced, and I want wood floors or something." Yeah, <laughs> you know? I mean, and, and yeah, and, and these every household has like five or six projects that we can come in and knock out in a couple hours. Yeah, and you're you're getting you know through the app, you're going to be able to search for whatever project you want, add on another task, and then we'll populate only those people that can handle those things. Mm. But what's killer is you see the price up front, okay? Yeah. So you pay for it up front, and it doesn't get released to the contractor until you give them a five-star rating or okay. you know, three and a half, whatever, whatever point we figure out makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, also, you'll be able to choose what price point you want to be at, because maybe you, like our best contractor has business insurance. Maybe that's not necessary for you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe they have their FBI background checked on already. Right. So they're going to be the more expensive one. Sure. But you're like, hey, I'm cheap. I want the $25 one. <clears throat> and uh, <laughs> you see their rating. They got a good rating. Um, and you hire them and you give them a good rating when they're done. Nobody talks about money. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you have all this friction with all these online services. Sure. Um, yeah. For the customer trying to find somebody. Like with another really well-known company that's doing close to a billion dollars a year. Um, you know, you'll put your information in there. You're just filling out like an application. And all of a sudden you get 15 phone calls from 15 different contractors. And I bid on that end as the contractor testing it out uh, mm -hmm. to see how we compare. And you know, if I'm not the first, second or third call, you know, everybody else has nothing to do with it, but you, you still charge for it. Yeah. All right. So um, I make it easy for the customer, easy experience, smooth as possible. Mm -hmm. And then for the contra contractor, they don't have to find work. Mm -hmm. They don't have to ask for money. They don't even have to have to bill for it. It's just done. Mm -hmm. you know, so we make every, you know, everything a lot smoother. That's wow. Great. Yeah. wow. And is this going to be a, a free service? Like you, the person just signs up for it and they can yeah. access it? Or do <clears throat> well, they have to pay for membership? I, I like, there's, there's many other things, other, many other layers that we're not talking about yet today that I have to figure out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think that there's room for somebody to pay a monthly fee. To access this because if we're doing advertising for them there's real cost for that sure yeah and real real marketing cost yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm, and, I'm suspecting and, that uh, like just being on the back end of CRMs and stuff like I know there's a real uh, uh, a real need for maintaining security um, and that's oh, that's yeah. costly yes like, you need to hire someone yep. to make sure your your database is being monitored and maintained yep. um, there's always going to be erroneous data you have to clean up uh, and and that that doesn't come cheap yeah that's <laughs> yeah. exactly right yep yeah, so I suspect uh, the handy girls will pay uh, $40 a month okay. and then 15% of their sales back to Handy Girl, the company. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So the company's name is called? Handy Girl, H-A-N-D-I, Girl. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Awesome, okay. awesome. And, you know, I also saw a, uh, a butterfly on the logo. Can you kind of remember yeah. telling me about a little yeah. backstory about it? Would yeah, so, about it? yeah, yeah, definitely. So trying to find uh, a logo and trying to, you know, settle on the name and, the color of everything was uh, was tough trying to, you know. And actually, normally with a company, the name is the least important thing. Mm -hmm. But this is very, very public, so, you know, the name and the logo is super important up front to kind of land on, you know, what, what page we're gonna have, what the app is gonna look like, and that kind of thing. Um, but the butterfly simple, symbolizes something to me. Uh, one time I was waiting for my contractors to show up to get supplies, I was gonna swipe my car to go. And uh, I was just kind of standing there reflecting, sitting there in my truck reflecting and looking for like, you know, direction and a sign. And this butterfly lands right on my windshield, right in front of me. You know, so I grab my phone, I'm like, 
click, 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 and the thing turned to look at me, and I got a, I got the perfect picture. So the logo is that picture. You know, nice. it's a it's an outline in some cases, or or just a butterfly. And then we have uh, a couple tools intersecting mm. on the wings on uh, above Handy Girl, and it looks amazing. Creative, you know? yeah, it's so, awesome. But it really works for this business because you know you have uh, the girls that are you know they're evolving. You know, they they may they may do business, right. but they're not big contractors. They don't want to be. Right. But I'm kind of helping them develop into something to where they can you know flourish and do something amazing yeah, yeah. For, for our customers yeah all right mr goldrick i do appreciate you being a guest on the show uh, if anybody has any questions um you know you can always reach out to my email is probably best mm-hmm. or uh, yeah rob and then uh 210-399-1000 at gmail.com Yes, and feel free to reach out to them if you are interested in, uh, you know, taking part or if you're a woman out there and you want to get into general contracting, this is the go-to man and we're very excited and very honored to have them out there today. Do you have any final words or any advice you want to give to anybody? Um, yeah, if you are, if you want to be a handy girl, definitely contact me. Um, you'd be surprised. There's no shortage. Oh, yeah. There really isn't. You know, a few minutes at Home Depot, I, I got three girls that tentatively want to sign up. Mm-hmm. That's nice. awesome. Yeah. awesome. So, crazy. Well, we'll, what we'll do also is on our YouTube channel, so if you're watching this on YouTube or if you're watching this on Facebook, uh, in the comments section or in that little space right below the video on YouTube, we'll, we'll include a link um, that will allow you to uh, make contact uh, with Mr. Goldrick. And you, know, you can ask him questions. You can sign up. Uh, if you also want to reach out to us at Healco, we'll have our information there as well. And for our podcast listeners, as always, you can reach out to us uh, on our Facebook, just direct message, and uh, we can we can connect you if you have questions and that's what you want to do. Awesome. And just for final words, uh, remember I do host a free workshop on wholesaling nine, uh, from 9 a.m. till 12 p.m. every Saturday. We meet at Rosella's. The address is 110 East Houston. San Antonio, Texas, downtown. We're located in downtown, okay? So um, I believe that's it. Mike, do you have any final words? No, that's it. This has been another episode of uh, Everything Real Estate with Hilco Homes. And thanks for listening and watching. Thanks, guys.